Hello world. My friend Dylan and I thought it would be fun to record our thoughts on a movie we recently watched called Everything Everywhere All at Once. If you haven't seen it, we really recommend you go see it in theaters while you still can. And keep in mind that this discussion will have many spoilers, so I would definitely recommend watching the movie before listening to this. So for this discussion, we decided to watch Grace Randolph's review of Everything Everywhere All at Once. Grace Randolph is a movie reviewer and she makes movie reviews on YouTube. However, we didn't decide to start recording this discussion until about a minute into the video. So just know that we didn't start with the beginning of the video and there's only about a minute missing. So you're not really missing out much. So don't worry. Shall we begin? This is actually a very clever movie about human relationships, including the one you have with yourself and how that's all that really matters in life. And I think it gets it across very effectively if you look for it. And so that's what I want to talk about in the spoiler section of this. So, but first off, I'm just going to review the movie with no spoilers. I will say that watching the film, my favorite parts were the beginning, where Michelle Yeoh really does some fantastic nuanced acting, and then the third act, where the best points are made. The movie's way too long, way too long. I couldn't believe it was still going, especially because I did not like the middle so much. Yeah. So they were like, there's That's another one of the points that she says that I disagree with. She like mentions a few times in the video that it's way too long. I don't think it was too long. I think, because like when I think, um, I thought it was a perfectly fine length. Because when I think back to it, well, I was going to say when I think back to it, I can't think of what I would cut out. But actually, I guess there are a couple things that I would maybe cut out. When thinking yeah, back to it. I, I think at some parts I was like, it's a little long, but I also appreciated it. Like, I, I was loving the movie, so I didn't. Mind. Yeah, same. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I'm going to re resume. And I'm like, you kidding me? Um, I'd say it's 20 to 30 minutes too long. But I ended up, again, enjoying it and really appreciating it. I think I like it more intellectually than I do emotionally. But that's fine. Um, so, but I like the beginning and the end the best. The middle, again, just too crazy for me. And I was disappointed that it didn't go bigger in terms of uh, scale and, and scope. You know, physically, I guess you could say. Because, you know, emotionally it does. Uh, also, I'm not a fan of gross-out stuff. I don't like gross-out stuff. So having the characters have to do, I'm not going to tell you why they have to do these things. You'll discover it in the movie. But having them do zany, wild things like snort a live fly, eat chapstick in close-up, or stick something up their butt, you know, this is not fun for me. I was like, I don't need to see this. So that kind of like, you know, diluted my experience. Uh, to me, what really makes this movie work are the actors. I think they do a phenomenal job. Uh, and then also the writing. The quirkiness, I think, is a distraction and gets in the way of this movie. You know, it's the Daniels. It's their calling card. It has to be this kooky and crazy, or it's not their, their, their shtick, right? Wait, okay. I have a question. Mm-hmm. So, like, uh, we had talked a little bit before, and... I think we both did agree that some parts were a little bit too like like it wasn't any it wasn't funny anymore like that clip oh yeah when like the butt plug scene yeah. that Grace just talked about so yeah. even though you have 
like you didn't like those scenes, mm-hmm. um, you would still give that movie five stars, right? Yeah, because I can overlook them, you know. Because the and, other parts are just so good, right? Yeah. Okay. And also, like, even though I might not personally appreciate or like something, like I can recognize why the creators put it in, you know. Yeah. Even if I wouldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. Like, I understand that they're just trying to, like, you know, Grace said she thinks the quirkiness is a distraction. Yeah. I can see that maybe at times for certain things, but, like, I don't know. To me, that's part of the appeal. That's part of the draw, you know, because I like quirky things. I like quirkiness, and I feel like it helps, you know, broaden the appeal of the movie, you know? Like, there's so many different aspects to it that um, one group of people who are really into, like, multiverse things or superhero stuff or martial arts or whatever will come and watch this movie for those aspects and the people who love quirky weird zaniness will come watch it for that kind of stuff and then i think that's important to have a big audience because then all those people are seeing what's really important which is the really emotional yeah you know you're sorry so that's why i'm like yeah not my taste but it can be overlooked. It. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Continue. Right. Um, but I don't know if they'll ever be able to be truly mainstream because of that. If they're not willing to get move past that. Uh, the exploration of Evelyn's life of regret and how her anger and disappointment have not only dragged her down, but her husband and daughter as well is fascinating. That was really cool to explore. I've seen Michelle Yeoh in so many movies over the years, but I have never seen her, particularly in a mainly English language film, have the opportunity to really act like this. I would say she's as good an actress as she is a martial artist, and that U.S. audiences don't know that or haven't known that up until this point is a real shame. She's fantastic. I also really like showing an immigrant family realistically from their own perspective, including humor. It's important to be able to laugh at yourself, but also with a lot of dignity. I thought it was just really a great... Uh, and sometimes it was a little bit like the Goldbergs, but for this Chinese immigrant family. And I thought they were just as charm, like early seasons of the Goldbergs. And Jamie Lee Curtis at first seemed to me to be doing an over-the-top caricature, which she is to some degree. But in the third act, when we really get to know that character a bit more and the walls come down, I was really moved by her performance as well. And I was okay. I agree with this so much. Yeah. Everything like, she just said on this last part, I totally agree. Like, with. I didn't even think about that, but yes, like, literally, I think that's one of the things that made this movie so great. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's like, wow, Jamie Lee Curtis ended up really bringing it. But the real surprise is Short Round himself, all grown up, uh, K-Hoi Kwan as Waymond, Evelyn's husband. During the movie, I did not make the connection that it was him. I was like, where did this guy come from? His performance is so unique, and he holds his own opposite Michelle Yeoh. So sure enough, after the movie, I looked him up, and I was like, oh my god, it's short round. He was also in The Goonies, as many people are pointing out, but I've never seen The Goonies, so I can't make that connection. Uh, He has to play three different versions. Remember I told you that, like, I know this guy from somewhere? Yeah, I was like, what is that? I had no idea. It was those two movies. I recognized his voice and just... Like, the kid mm. him? What? The kid him? Because wasn't he the child actor? Yeah. 
What movie was that? That must have been ages ago. What? Yeah, he was in the Goonies and he was in he was in Indiana Jones too. Oh, that's Indiana Jones. Yeah, uh... and I loved him in both those movies. He was so funny and cute, and I just like the the same acting style in his voice. I wait. I knew it was familiar. Wait, I, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Wait, what's the name of the guy who plays Han Solo? He's like really famous actor. He's Indiana Jones. Oh, um, Andrew Griffith. Or, or, oh, no, no, no. Why am I blinking on his name? I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> Me too. What's his name? I can't. Let me look it up. Harrison Ford. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Was he in the original Indiana Jones? Or... Yeah, he has been in all. So... so, wait, so Harrison Ford was with Child, this guy? Yeah. <gasps> That's so weird. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> Resume. <laughs> no. Harrison Ford, he is so old now. Oh, really? Yeah. And he's still making Indiana Jones movies. Hmm. Do you like making those movies? Yeah, I love them. I think they were really good. Really? Yeah. Even the, these new ones? I didn't even know they were still making new ones. Uh, well, they made the original three, and they came out with a fourth one in, like, 2008 or something like that. Most people don't like that one. They criticize it a lot. I thought it was fine. I liked it. Yeah. And then they haven't come out with the fifth one yet, but they're filming it now. I kind of want to watch the original ones. Yeah. I don't think I've ever watched it. Or, oh, wait, no, I have. I have. I remember. Okay. Damn. I wonder if I gave a rating. Let me check real quick. I don't remember it that much because it's been years, but I definitely have watched it. So let's see if I... What was the one, the Raiders of the Lost Ark? Yeah, that was the first one. Oh, what the fuck? I gave it one star. <laughs> what? Oh my, I thought it was so good. Okay, I'm gonna play the video. Okay. ...of his character. Uh, and while the main one, Waymond, is supposed to be the one who's the weakest at first, ultimately that one needs to come across as the strongest. And Quan does that. We'll talk more about his performance in the spoiler section. To me, the only actor who does not work here is Stephanie. Uh, what? Sue, okay, what? I think she was so. No, amazing. I disagree with that point. I thought she was so good as well. Yeah, she I was amazing. She she did the whole like character like when she was like you know when she was like going through all those changes where she would like phase and like change uh-huh. her design. She, yeah. her like voice and attitude when she was acting uh-huh. was like perfect it was, yeah it was so casual which was exactly what yeah was needed like it was so good mm-hmm. ah, okay let me hear what she has to say about this i i just i totally disagree with what grace says on this okay who is also in the marvelous mrs mazel by the way and i have the same issue with her in both projects and that's that she comes across as too stilted to me she always seems like an actor playing a role rather than becoming the actual character and inhabiting the story 
Aquafina was supposed to play this role originally, and I think she would be have been a much better choice. As I think she's okay. First, I think we. Wait, did you see her? In... Do you watch that other show that she was in? No, I don't watch Maisel. Okay, me neither. I think maybe because we hadn't seen her in that, that's yeah. why we don't agree with Grace at all. Maybe Probably. if we didn't watch that, we would agree. Maybe. But I'm maybe. glad that we didn't. Yeah. Because I think without having seen it, her performance is it's exactly what this movie needs. Yeah. You know? And so. I really don't think Aquafina would have been good for the movie role. Yeah, I disagree. I like. I know you don't really like Aquafina, um, yeah. but from what I've seen her in, I I do like her in the stuff that I saw her in. But yeah, I agree that this. But I think Aquafina's the one who her. really does do that. Always plays the same type of role. Yeah, I I totally yeah. agree. She's just like herself in everything yeah it's like the and it's also aquafina looks a lot older than that other actress i think she does i want i also definitely agree with that so yeah okay continue (laughs) much more on par with the talents of yo and kwan Uh, i only felt sorry for uh, sue's character joy through michelle yo's performance i took it took michelle yo to give that to give the daughter character depth and, and meaning so I just did, I didn't think she, uh, Stephanie Sue worked out. So I think everything, everywhere, all at once is actually a very strong film, but in an effort to appeal to the mainstream, it's being mislabeled, but that's a fruitless endeavor because it's too quirky to ever be mainstream anyway. So I don't think they should have even bothered. I don't think it's as good as Birdman, to be honest with you, but I definitely think it's on the level of Charlie Kaufman's best work. Wait, have you watched Birdman? No, I haven't seen any of those other movies. Okay, wait. Maybe we should try watching Birdman if she thinks that Birdman's a better movie. I know. And I've heard lots of other good things about Birdman. Like, I think any Any of these Birdman. three movies? Have you seen any of these three? I no, don't know. I haven't. I haven't heard of Birdman. Oh, I've heard of it. Yo, we should it, try watching these, though. Awards, I think. We should try watching yeah. these because I'm curious. Why did she compare it to these movies? Mm-hmm. Okay. And is equally inaccessible to the mainstream. I do see nominations for this, but not a lot of wins. I think it's best chances for wins are Michelle Yeoh. I would vote for her in a heartbeat on this. And then because I think the message of the movie is so strong and so perfect for today's era, and I think messages, you know, awards are decided by messages, as you know. And I think that the Daniels put forward something so important here uh, that I think, I don't see them getting director, because I actually don't think the movie's that well directed, but I think best original screenplay is their Wait, best shot at winning. All right, so let's talk spoilers. So if you've seen the movie, didn't say anything. Oh. They're both really cute. <laughs> yeah. Hey, let's let's dish. But if you haven't seen the movie, go check it out. Especially if you're into cinema, you're gonna want to see this movie. Then come back. All right, and because uh, uh, I think some of this stuff you might uh, you might not pick up on some of this stuff, and you might have some thoughts down below. Please mark them as spoilers that I might have missed. So I would love to discuss this with you. I think this movie probably benefits from multiple viewings. So you'll notice that while Michelle Yeoh has different careers in each universe, the constants are her personal relationships. Waymond, her daughter Joy, except when she and Waymond didn't get together, and her father are always there. That's really important. Uh, Because that highlights that nothing matters in the grand scheme of things except your relationships with people. And Waymond sees that elderly couple at the IRS who always at least have each other, and that's what he wants out of life. Evil Joy, it turns out, uh, the big villain, 
is searching for a version of her mother, not to destroy, but to understand her. She's searching for that human connection. And they can, and also, that's what makes Evelyn finally snap out of it, that she realizes that joy is more like her than different. And so that connection is made. And that she says nothing matters, but she's saying it, and that nothing matters except our relationship, my relationship with my daughter, my relationship with my husband. Uh, the, the family can only break, break through to Deirdre, Jamie Lee Curtis's character, when they make a human connection with her. And again, those walls come down. That's amazing. And in the universe where she and where Evelyn and Waymond are the most successful but are apart, they both come to the realization that they would much rather have been together than for all the success they achieved there. I mean, that line where Waymond says, you know, successful Waymond says, I would have much rather had a life of just doing taxes and laundry together. That would have been enough for me. That was beautiful. And it's a, it shows how clever it is that Daniels chose that to be the center of, of you know, the focus, the IRS and this laundromat of the movie, because those are necessary mundane chores that take up so much of our life. Uh, and so that makes that line just really poetic. And on that note, you might have noticed that the universe that causes all these problems in the first I. Oh, totally agreed with everything Grace just said in that past part. Mm. Like, I, I, I totally agree. I thought that all, all that part of the movie was so beautiful. Yeah. But how come you sounded like... No, no, no. Yeah, I agree. Because so I was thinking about it. I was like... She kind of lost what? me for a bit. Cause she was good. Oh really? Yeah, she was talking a lot. Oh. But then, yeah. Okay, okay. Wait. Well, if you had listened to what she said, I one hundred percent agree with everything. This place is the alpha verse. Wait, she was going on. That was the same point as the constants, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Oh, an agree. alpha type of person. And at first, Evelyn thinks that the alpha version of her husband is much better than the version that she has. She feels she's much more attracted to him at first. And it's in the alpha verse where this Evelyn apparently reached her full, full um, achieve, ability to achieve, but look what she wrought. She almost destroyed everything. And it's this alpha Evelyn that pushed her daughter to overachieve and to be drove, driven over the edge to become a villain. So everything, everywhere, all at once is in some ways a celebration of the beta over the alpha, which is fascinating. It's just like this movie is a celebration of the beta, especially with Wayman's big speech at the end. You know, he says he feels constantly overwhelmed in life, you know, everything, everywhere, all at once, and that somehow it's all his fault, which I think is very relatable. And he chooses to fight that with positivity and kindness. And then Evelyn, at the end of the day, she wins by fighting with those things as well. And Wait. Grace reminded what? me of a clip that we didn't really, uh, or like a part of the movie that we didn't really talk about that scene. We did talk about how like they brought up his kindness scene, but we didn't talk about what he said. That whole speech he gave when he was like, please stop fighting. And then he talks about mm -hmm. how he thinks everything is his fault. That yeah. shit, that shit touched my heart. <laughs> I know, me too. And this is another part that I agree with Grace on so much. I love that the movie has like has elevated the quote unquote beta, you know, over the other stuff. Yeah. I find that so relatable, you know, because that's, you know, I kind of like, I told you, I saw myself in Waymond a lot, you know, I kind of see myself that way. 
Mm-hmm. You know, as like I'm not an alpha dude. You know, I'm I'm nerdy and nice. You know, mm-hmm. um, so the fact that that mo- that the movie like celebrated that, I loved that. That was that touched my heart a lot as well. Yeah, and props to the actor. I think his line delivery in that scene was like perfect. Yeah, with his voice too, like. I actually think his voice did a lot mm-hmm. in, like, making I him agree. seem like a gentleman, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Continue. Instead of brute force. That's a beautiful message, and I think it's particularly important where we are today. Waymond isn't a fool who is happy because he doesn't know any better, but he is happy because he actively made that choice. And to see Evelyn then look at her life again, to look past her disappointment, but to see it through the lens of Wayman's happiness, that they just get to be together, that they're just alive, even if they're just barely getting by because life is hard, is also really beautiful. Happiness is a choice. And I think that's also the main message of everything, everywhere, all at once. Choose happiness and choose people. And that, those, like, it's what came first, the chicken or the egg? You'll be happy because you chose people. And by choosing people, you'll be happy. And that's really fantastic. Because in the grand scheme of things, no matter all the endless possibilities in life, at the end of the day, the only thing that truly matters are people. And I would agree with that. I would agree with that. And that feeling of it's just great to be alive and to focus on that instead. Again, the movie is very quirky with mixed results. I thought the uh, raccatui, uh, a raccoon instead of a rat, was a very funny joke because so often parents, often, you know, and sometimes immigrant parents will misinterpret something. Everyone's parents do that in pop culture, and they'll, but they'll make a very funny, but sometimes also very telling mistake. And I thought that, that there was an alternate universe where Harry Shum Jr. was, uh, was controlled by a raccoon ratatouille style was very clever, but then ultimately I thought that that joke, you know, went on for too long and didn't go anywhere. I did not appreciate using a dog as a weapon. I did not like that. I did not like Jenny Slate's, I thought calling her big nose was not, was insensitive and not funny. And I didn't think the movie needed the S&M joke sprinkled throughout. It just, it, it wasn't funny, again, and also limits its audience. So I thought no reason for it to be, there's, except just the Daniels being the Daniels. But you know what I really liked? Wait, Dale. Mm-hmm. Did you think the Rakakuni like universe scene went too long mm-hmm. too? I didn't think it was too long. I I thought it was funny the the Rakakuni part. Um, and I liked the way it turned out. With yeah, her, um, me too. I think it became emotional towards the end. You know. Yeah, with her like, with her jumping. Yeah, I agree. It was emotional. Her jumping on him and controlling him. Yeah. Oh, that was like. Yeah, that was one of those like cute and funny, like quirky, but like, but emotional. emotional. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And then when he when he gives up, then she puts him on her shoulders. Like that was perfect. Like it kept. There was so much like, oh, it's going good. Oh no, it it's not turned out bad. Oh, it's going good again. Oh no, it turned out bad. Like, like. There were so many times where, like, it defied your expectations. You know, like, you thought it was going to be done and and a, a sad ending. But then it gave you hope again, you know. And it ended with hope, which I, I thought that was pretty yeah. important and cool. 
And also, you know the hot dog scenes? Mm-hmm. So, like, I think, like, the romance in that little scene was also very... Yeah. Like, See, like, th- that... It was, like, sorry, heartwarming. Sorry. It was, like, heartwarming, you know? Mm-hmm. I agree. And, like, that's when the... that I think that's another reason why I, over, I overlooked some of the the quirkiness and weirdness yeah um, well, even though i personally liked some of it i agree with grace i i on the parts that she mentioned except for the rakakuni the rakakuni i thought was fine but i i agree i didn't like the dog used as a weapon um and yeah I, that scene was so unnecessary fan. yeah and i wasn't a big fan of like the the butt plug stuff you know like yeah. It, it be it being like the awards being made out of it that was funny and I thought that was hilarious but then like when they actually started doing more with them, it, it was yeah like... I was like that went on for too long in my opinion yeah overkill you know? <laughs> yeah but this but the other stuff like the hot dog stuff like at first like I loved it because it was like okay this is weird you know and quirky. But the thing is, is that it came around at the end to be and, really important. Yeah, you know? and it became so romantic. It was like, yeah. and it was just so cute too, because it was like we saw them in the original universe where like they hate each other. It was yeah. like seeing Jamie Lee Curtis's character like care for her, because you know how like yeah. she like pushes Jamie Lee Curtis's mm-hmm. character, and J- yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis's like hot dog character's like upset by it. And like wants to fix the relationship. <laughs> it's like cute. It is cute, and like I think that's it speaks to the larger message of the movie. You know, of like nothing matters except relationships. Like here we are s- sitting here being all like weirded out and uncomfortable with the hot dog hands, but like take a step back and realize that it doesn't freaking matter. You know, like the the love in the scene is so beautiful. Yeah. You know, so it's like get over the weirdness. You know. But Damn, what I also love is it also comes back into play with when she said, in a universe where we can't use our hands, we had to learn skills with our feet. And then she used her feet to, um, in the real world, to, like, defeat the bad guys, you know, and, like, kick them and stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, it, it played back into her... Yeah, it honestly was so good. Skills. Damn, bro. Yeah. It's like, what genius mind could think exactly. this up? It's exactly. like, there's so many dimensions to it. And I was thinking, like... I honestly, like, feel like... There's, like, a major story. But we got, like, these different universes. Sort of, like, little short stories that we get along the way. But it's, like, mm-hmm. not too interruptive of the main story. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like they all have, like, the little quirkiness, but they all have, like, a little underlying theme. Like, this Rakakuni one is, like, friendship, maybe. Mm -hmm. And then the the Jamie Lee Curtis with the hot dogs is, like, love. And then the the one where she's, like, famous and she Mm -hmm. sees her husband, who's also rich. It's, Mm -hmm. like, maybe, like, regret. Yeah. yeah yeah exactly it's perfect literally like how the hell did they create they were such geniuses Dylan. (laughs) okay the rocks i really liked the rocks 
When uh, Michelle Yeoh's walk should. turned around and had the googly eyes on to try and cheer her daughter up and tried to come over to Joy's rock for a hug, even though they weren't supposed to move because they were rocks. And then she let Joy's rock jump off the edge of the cliff because she just wanted to be alone, but then flung herself after her for some reason, even though it was just rocks. That, like, was some of the most moving scenes in the movie. It really got literally. me. So I think that... No, literally. It was... Yeah so moving and it's so crazy how that moved us so much like yeah seriously it's just rocks i know i was crying during that scene right same beautiful. god they like mm-hmm. they, that shows the, oh sorry sorry you go like it just shows that they got like everything right like yeah it shows the power of both the their writing you know Mm-hmm. And the the music and sound effects or yeah. lack thereof in the scene. You know, the use of sound. Yeah. You know what I also, like, thought about? Like, when I was watching that clip, I was like, hmm, like I wonder if this is CGI or not. And then mm-hmm. I was like, are they just going to show, like, the still image or are they going to move the camera around? And then I mm-hmm. noticed, like, they panned the camera around so that you see... Mm-hmm. Like, it, like, rotates around the rocks. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, they were treating it like it was, like, um, still a movie with two characters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think that also, like, brought some of the, like, more of a vibe that, like, they were people. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. That's, yeah, exactly. It was really clever. Yeah, and, like, that's what made it more emotional, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. Uh, I I want to rewatch like those clips with the rocks because it was really good. Like actually, yeah. I I worry if I if I just watch the rocks clip, it's not gonna have the same emotional impact as having oh, the yeah. whole rest of the movie. Yeah, you're right. But but yeah, just it would be cool to just to see that one again. Yeah, and you're so right. It really does show the power of like dialogue and writing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, thanks, Liv saying or agreeing <laughs> is quite an accomplishment that should be uh, recognized. Also, when the whole family was working together, despite all their differences, to pull Joy back from the abyss of the everything bagel, you know, uh, which I thought was both funny but not funny, because I was like, oh, that's clever, but yet you didn't finish the metaphor. And they're like, whatever, leave us alone. But that the family, when the chips were down, came together to back each other up, that again was really beautiful. Uh, so yes, I think this movie is very clever, but sometimes it's too silly for its own good, and it, I think it blurs the intelligence of the core message. And again, as I said, it's also way too long. But I did enjoy it. I think its message is really stunning and powerful, and I do think it will be an awards contender, even though I don't think it will actually win a lot of awards. I think its best shot is Michelle Yeoh, and then its second best shot. I would love to see Quan nominated as well but i don't know if this movie can float two not two acting noms it depends it's very early in the year it depends what else comes out this year if it's another slow year and i think that they could both be nominated and then i think the daniels will almost certainly be nominated for best original screenplay um and have a very good chance at winning like uh you know jordan peele and taika watiti before them with similarly quirky uh message movies uh, so that's my review of Everything Everywhere All at Once. And I'm very curious to hear your own thoughts about the movie and your own observations down below. And that's great. A movie that gets people talking, I think, should always be applauded. 
uh, even if I think it's not as perfect as some people might be saying it is. All right, so again, share those thoughts down below, subscribe today, and of course, as always, you can check out some more videos right now. Hmm. I really hope it does get nominated. Or like it, I hope it wins. Like seriously. Yeah, I hope it wins, whatever it's nominated for. Yeah, and I really do hope they both get actor, actress. Yeah, that would be amazing because yeah. they deserve it for sure. Yeah, seriously. Also, <laughs> I can't believe we're doing this at 3 a.m. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Damn, how long do you think it's been since I've been recording? Because I can see how long the recording is right now. Oh, well, then you know. Yeah, I know, but how long do you think has passed? Oh. Mm, 50 minutes. 50? Yeah. No, it's actually only 30. Oh, okay. That makes sense. I can. Three minutes, yeah. Okay. Well, I think that actually did help us like talk more about some of the stuff that we missed the first time we talked about the movie, like right after you we said walked it out. It didn't help. No, it did help. Definitely oh, yeah, yeah, did I help. I agree. It did. Cause mm-hmm. yeah, like I think my brain was still trying to process when we were walking right outside of the theater, yeah. and yeah. it was like. Because it was like, you only get to see it once, but I already forgot some of the parts until I heard them again. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. Okay, well. Yeah, she said said some things I disagree with, but a lot that I also did agree with, so. Yeah. But, yeah, I really really thought the daughter like that's probably the the strongest point i disagreed with that the daughter mm-hmm. um actress was not good yeah. like i was shocked i was like wait what yeah i i agree with you i thought she did really good wait okay what do you think about the bagel thing like did you ever get annoyed at that or anything no honestly i thought it was a really clever joke like to me it was just like the other stuff you know like the whole hot dog fingers and rakakuni stuff like i thought it was a quirky funny joke that turned out to actually be really emotional and have a really deep metaphorical meaning to it which i thought was great so do you think like they meant to relate that to when wayman was eating the bagel when was he eating a bagel remember when he was like i need to get energy and then he ate he was like, is this cream cheese? And then he ate the bagel. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's funny. Maybe they were relating to that. I did not even think of that. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. But it was also I... funny when the daughter was explaining, like, Jebu Tabaki was, like, <laughs> explaining, like, <laughs> how she made the bagel. She's like, she talked about the sesame seeds or something. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. was funny. That was really mm-hmm. funny. Dang. That movie was like like that was a really good experience. I had a lot of fun watching yes. that. Me too. Although I still feel so bad for laughing so much at, <laughs> at the at joke. No, it's okay. I don't think we were that loud. Could could you 
hear me and no when you started covering your face i couldn't hear you okay or maybe i was too focused on the movie that Mm -hmm. i like i was trying to calm down so badly but i just the thing that made me kept laughing wasn't actually so much the joke anymore but it was the fact that like i was still laughing at even though the, the joke was over and it wasn't funny anymore so then i was thinking people would be like why is he laughing at so much it's not that funny and so then that made me laugh because you start laughing more because you thought yeah. maybe people were judging you yeah exactly and then the more i was laughing you still giggled a few times and then that made me laugh more because like you know, laughter is contagious you know Aww, like, oh my damn. gosh my laughter is making live laugh and that's gonna make me laugh more so and then it just, it was like a cycle that I couldn't break, you know? And so I just had to, like, take fit. deep breaths. And I was crying laughing, you know? Like, <laughs> tears were coming out. So, but it's just... <laughs> Imagine it's, if you laughed louder. <laughs> and the people in the theater were, like, hearing you the whole time. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what the fuck's wrong with this person? <laughs> like, exactly. it was not that funny. <laughs> exactly I, I, and i was worried that they were gonna think i was really immature because i couldn't stop laughing so they're like you're so immature if you think that's so funny and it's like that's not why i'm laughing this much no it's definitely funny it was like one of the i would i wouldn't have noted that like while i was watching i was like okay that's the first joke that was like really funny yeah yeah but it's just jamie lee curtis's delivery of it was just so perfect as well like, yeah what the words she said you know it was just like because it was just so unexpected you know like they had been there in the scene the whole time (laughs) yeah no no no, exactly it focused right when she was saying i worked like yeah i worked my whole (laughs) life and it like it was like it focused to it and you're like wait what the fuck i didn't notice that was sitting there (laughs) (laughs) exactly and what made it funnier is the fact like her character like didn't seem to realize that they were about plugged, yeah you know? <laughs> like, like she thought it was so honor y- yeah know? yeah like she probably thought it was so like honorific or something yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly that's what was so funny <laughs> that was actually really funny Well, <laughs> Jimmy Lee Curtis's whole character in that movie made me laugh. So no, much. right? It was so, like the whole outfit was so perfect. <laughs> like, like to like look like a like a like a I don't know woman who lives like literally like a Minnesotan woman. <laughs> she did. Like and a like an she... old wo- Minnesotan woman. And I didn't even recognize it was her. <laughs> I know. When you were like, me. you were like, I remember when you realized, you're like, wait, that's Jamie Lee Curtis. I was like, <laughs> <Yeah>. you couldn't tell. <laughs> and then when she got up and started walking over to them when they were about to leave, you know, it's mm-hmm. just like her face was so like. <laughs> and it's like <laughs> she was dragging the suitcase behind her, you know. Mm-hmm. But you couldn't really see it. It's so what? <laughs> <laughs> <was> like, 
Wait, are you talking about? Are you talking about when Michelle, Michelle Yeoh's character punches her in the face? Yeah, yes. Like right before then, as she was walking over, you know. Yeah. It's like you couldn't see that she was dragging anything behind her, but like her hand was like digging behind her back, you know, <laughs> and her face was like, ugh, you know. So mm-hmm. I thought <laughs> ugh, it was so funny. Yeah, it was. I really liked her in that movie. Yeah. Oh, and then what I also thought was hilarious. <laughs> Which one? Was was when Michelle Yeoh's character was like zooming through the, on the chair through yeah. the office. No, yeah, that was really funny. <laughs> I remember there was one one line delivery. I was re like after the movie when I went home, I rewatched the trailer because I want to see some of the clips again. Like, mm-hmm. and so they played like <laughs> a small scene where it was when Wayman's. Like, the alpha Wayman had her in the closet. And then mm-hmm. she said something like, I'm very busy right now. No time to help. <laughs> her line delivery yeah, was, was so hilarious. It was. It was uh, so that good. That part was so funny, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, I don't know, there's just a few other lines she had when she was like, oh, it's you again, or something like that. Yeah. Know? Um. As you keep coming and going or something like that, you know? Mm-hmm. It was just the way she said it was so funny. Also, I really did like that scene where the daughter was, like, making her way... With, like, Jebu Tabaki was, like, mm-hmm. making her way over to um, Michelle Yeoh's character. Like, mm-hmm. in that hallway. Yeah. And then, like, she's, like, threatening as hell, right? Like, yeah. she was, like, changing her form, like, as she was walking towards her. And then... Mm-hmm. Michelle Yeoh's character is like, you're the reason my daughter's gay. <laughs> and, then, yeah. and then she was like, she like paused in her step and she was like, really? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And then like when she like pulled out the ketchup or whatever. Oh, like, and she's like, funny. it's organic. Yeah. That was so clever. I was like, yeah. damn. That was so funny. That was so cool. Like, actually. Mm-hmm. And also, even though it was a mean joke. Um, it, I, it was it was just the way she said it, the delivery. You know, it was funny at the beginning when she was like getting fat. <laughs> you know when? Oh like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> she like, was like, "You, yeah." She was like, "What, Joy?" And then she's like running <laughs> after her to yeah. her car. She's like, "You so?" Or she's like, "So you are fat." <laughs> <laughs> because no because that's literally so true though like your asian like asian parents like they definitely do like fat shame a lot it's like they will never not like like they will never really apologize for it i feel yeah yeah but then also like just from what i've heard from people you know like a lot of asian parents also like constantly feed their children you know oh yeah Mm -hmm. always making food for them so it's like you wonder why they you know are a little bit bigger you know it's because you're constantly stuffing their face with food Mm -hmm. and then and then you shame them if they don't eat all of it you know (laughs) literally but yeah that was really funny mm -hmm. it's like her little accent it just like makes it even more funny yeah 
And then when she kept calling her big nose, again, even though it was insensitive, you know, it's like the way it's she like says people, it, it's and, yeah, and people do do that. Like they do call yeah. people names yeah. like that, but in a different language because they know they don't yeah. understand. Yeah, it's like th- that's the part that was funny. The fact that like you know she was like giving her an insult right to her face, but like she didn't understand it because it was a different language, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and the other part, another line I just love that was funny is when, like, she was calling Becky a he, and she's like, you know I mess up he and she, you know? Oh, it's yeah, like, and she was like, she's like, you know, in Chinese, we don't even do that, so, like, yeah, yeah, because that's true, like, we don't really use pronouns. Mm-hmm. But, like, she was so obviously using it as an excuse, you know? Yeah. To, to you know, trying to be like, if I pretend that she's a he then my daughter's not gay, you know? Yeah. Like. <laughs> that was really funny. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Dude, I really didn't expect the whole daughter relationship, and I didn't expect how mm-hmm. how big it would play into the plot, too. Yeah, same. I loved that. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, I loved it because it was like a movie where we got, like, plot where like there was like um discussion on like struggle about coming out and stuff but it wasn't like the main plot line of the movie yeah yeah it's like refreshing because it's like um you know like i like queer representation in (laughs) non-queer romance focused films too yeah this movie did a really good job of that, where, like, it wasn't just, like, a throwaway line, but it also wasn't didn't revolve around that, you know? Yeah. It was just woven naturally into the story, which was perfect. It's like, damn, like, who wrote this story? Was it just one yeah. person? How could they? Oh, it was both of them. Oh, uh, it's like, how did they, where do you even begin? Do you, like, make a framework that you want to do? Or, like, do you just make a story and it just like works so perfectly like that Mm-hmm. i think like it must have been revised a lot probably yeah i think different writers have different writing styles yeah that's okay you know i've talked about how like i don't really like school right yeah <laughs> one of the reasons is also because of that i really don't like in school how they teach you like this is how you do things. This is the one way to do stuff. And no, it's like, me too. I, I completely me, agree. You know? Yeah, it's like I'm so much more efficient and effective in getting the task done if I do it this other way that you're not teaching me, you know? Yeah. So it's like... I also think it, there was like... Like for writing, they really mm-hmm. did try to teach like some very dry basic way like very standard way at a right in school yeah 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 and it doesn't really allow people to like explore creativity with writing and like i don't know like i feel like to write a book you don't always have to have perfect grammar you know yeah exactly yeah because that's what i'm saying i've seen so many successful professional writers out there no matter what form it's in that do not follow what we learned in school you know yeah like they 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 
uh, how, what would you call it? Like they, they developed their the, own method. They break the rules or whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, I love, I love in the movie when they said, when she, like that rock scene where she was trying to hug her mm-hmm. with the googly eyes. And then the daughter was like, what are you doing? You're supposed mm-hmm. to be a rock. Yeah. And then the mom's like, like, I don't care. There are no rules. Yeah. Yeah, that's so funny. She turned around with the googly eyes. That yeah. was so funny. No, yeah. Like, I did not expect that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's so, it's just funny. It's like, it's like heartwarming how googly eyes can be funny. Or like, can yeah. be made funny, you know? Mm-hmm. Did you notice on Letterboxd how the the watched? Yeah, I saw that. I was like, oh my god, that's so cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is about where our discussion ended. And we're not sure if we're going to continue making these podcasts or not. But we just thought it would be fun to at least upload this for anyone who wants to listen to enjoy. And we both did really enjoy the movie Everything Everywhere All at Once. So we thought it would be fun to record and talk about it. But thank you for listening and maybe we'll see you again soon.